Olson and Wilson Private Capital presents Cincinnati's own Wise Money with the founders Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Wise Money. I am Joe Wilson, my awesome business partner, the retirement CPA, Bradley Olson, will be joining us shortly. Our amazing producer, Miss Chrissy, how are you this week? I am great. This is my favorite day of the week. I love oh, hanging out with you guys. stop it some more. I know we have a fun time. And Chrissy, I know we've got in studio, she's going to be chatting with us a little bit today. The newest member of Olson and Wilson Private Capital, Cameron Olson, has passed her Series 65 and is licensed to kill. She's out and about into the markets and uh, starting to work with clients. And we're glad to have you, Cameron. How are you, buddy? Good, good. It's good to be here. Good to have you here. Chrissy, I think we have to talk about some things that's just shaking and moving um, and we talked a little bit about this last week, but we've had some statistics and I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. Total household debt, Cameron, you and I were talking about this earlier today, mm-hmm. has jumped to $351 billion. It is the largest in the last quarter, I should say, $351 billion in the last quarter. Oof. It is the largest amount of debt we're seeing on credit card uh, since 2007. Uh, total debt now trillion dollars so there is a lot of folks being pinched right now by this um, inflationary market to say the least and in spending we are starting to see it come down we're going to talk about some companies that are that are having some rough go of it right now um, and and but the, the spending I mean food costs have just gone up so much gasoline people are still are still spending Cam you're a little bit younger what are you seeing from your friends have you noticed a slowdown in 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 what they're doing or do you feel that everybody's kind of just doing what they've done here in the greater 513 or you feel like it's 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 starting to concern folks yeah I would say it's definitely starting to concern people I think more of like the younger families and um, younger adults they're just trying to survive so they're opening up the next credit card and then the next yeah. credit card and that's what we're seeing as you said, with the debt increasing. The challenge, in, we're in a unique situation, Chrissy, because we've seen the employment being so strong. And and when you look at the employment numbers, we still have an amazing employment numbers. However, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, and I know we talk about it on our TV show, Wise Money. Folks, you can watch it right now, ABC, Channel 9, Sunday mornings at 1130. Um, we are seeing companies starting to lay off, and it's been heavy in the tech world, which makes sense. Tech's had a horrific year, um, but we're starting to see it hit a little bit more mainstream. I, I know recently Amazon came out laying off 10,000 folks, 10,000 folks. It's their largest decline uh, layoff they've, they've really ever had. Um, Target recently uh, came out with really disturbing numbers. The market immediately punished them uh, and we're down 15% right off the bat and, and just horrific numbers. They're looking, guys, I was reading in the report, to be cutting $3 billion in cost over the next three years. That, I mean, that, that is a lot. And you that's pred- a big move. Yeah, you predicted this on a show. And if you missed a show, you can check out the podcast. You can go oh, yes. to owprivatecapital.com. Um, but... You predicted this on a show weeks ago that there were going to be layoffs happening, that that was the next, I guess, domino to fall. 
Well, it's pretty common when you look back at the history of, of recessionary markets, obviously you start to see earning projections start to decline. And remember these, these CEOs and boards have an obligation to their shareholders to protect share price. And so that it, it, it's a challenging part of the economy. What happens is when the economy starts to contract, you do see companies start to lay off and we haven't seen it much locally. I think what, what is concerning us, uh, and Bradley has just walked into the studio. The Bradley. Uh, the Bradley Olson. He was, we were finishing up an appointment and he just finished up is coming in here today. Um, Brad, we're just talking about kind of what's going on in the markets right now with layoffs and job layoffs. We're talking about Amazon and Target having a visible number cutting $3 billion. What What you have seen really starting to scare a little bit. Brad, you and I have talked about this. FedEx is furloughing almost 30,000 employees. Yeah. In the height, though, of, of the holiday season. Well, that, that news really surprised me because it was, uh, obviously, it was a preemptive layoff. You know, they were looking at what they thought their holiday shipping demand is going to be. And obviously, it was a significant drop. And they're like, hey, it's business. We're laying off a bunch of people right, right. before the holidays. Yeah, it's lovely. It's terrible in year end. And so what you're seeing with Amazon, what you've seen with Facebook, what you've seen with all the tech world, there's another stat that I find very, very alarming. We are seeing small business delinquencies across the nation, small businesses, delinquent on rent. Yeah. And that is alarming because so many folks are being employed by small businesses. Well, the the small business in in the United States drives the economy. It always has. Right. And and if that, I mean, that's, to me, that's an indicator that they're really having trouble. If you can't pay your rent, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, and then you look at, like, as we started this segment talking about with Cameron, credit card debt, how it's yeah. just jumped through the limit. Folks, listen, if you're driving out there, I could tell you right now, the number one thing you need to be paying attention to just in your personal budget, and this isn't fancy stocks and bonds talk, but just fundamentally, you've got to make sure that you've got, we call it basement money, foundation money, that you have money sitting in the bank. You don't know what could happen going into first quarter of next year. I hope that the Fed hasn't gone too firm, too fast and has driven us into a hard landing. And I think that's the concern of the markets right now. Have they raised rates enough where, where things are slowing down? But really, what does a slowdown mean? It means what we're talking about. Businesses are cutting. They're right. slowing down. And you do not want to be loaded up in credit card debt and have to go through a period of, of unemployment. It's the number one thing I think folks really right now can be paying attention to. Well, the rates are going up, right? So the the cost of that debt is going to skyrocket. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a, an area of of concern. I know we're seeing some folks come in off the television show and the radio show. Uh, folks, by the way, if you're out there driving, you're you're thinking, hey, this is something maybe I need to look at. Why don't you give this number a call? 844-657-1072. 844-657-1072. When they answer the phone, tell them I want a readiness, a retirement readiness review. And, and what we're going to do is just invite you a time to come in, sit down in the office. We have an amazing team here and get to learn you, what your situation is. Maybe look at, at some of where your assets are. Maybe you've had a couple jobs. You have old 401ks that you just have not even looked at. You forgot you had them there. You're worried to look at them. Maybe some old IRAs. 
this is time for a retirement readiness review. Complimentary, no obligation. We'd love to have you in the office, 844-657-1072. We're talking about job layoffs, and we're talking about just kind of what we're seeing more well, ec- economically. Yeah, and, and the thing is, just to piggyback on what you were talking about, w- what's going on in the economy is going to affect the majority of people that are retired that I was, or, I was just or preparing ask for retirement. Yeah. You, you know, just because, you, you know, you've just because you're ignoring it doesn't mean you are immune from it. And that's this is going to affect you. And it's it's so important. I sound like I'm you know, preaching. Well, you got to preach on it. Preach. It, it, it's so important that people sit down and look at where they're at, what they're trying to do. What kind of damage have they sustained in the market this year? How does the the inflation affect their income going forward? There, it, it's a real problem. I mean, there are some significant challenges in in making it through retirement. The challenges being from what's going on in the economy and the market and the interest rates, and and people need to know. What's going on? How does it affect me? What can I do to make some changes to survive this? Yeah, because what what we haven't seen are the local companies yet. Not yet. Announced. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope not, too. It'd be terrible. Uh, we did see some in 2020. Yep. Um, we definitely saw it in 08 and 09. I know when we come back for yes, the next segment, I want to dive into that significantly, kind of help understanding statistics of bear markets and bull markets. But we're definitely in a position right now where I think the number one thing folks can do is remove revolving debt. It's more expensive. The Fed, I hope, is softening. What does that mean? Instead of raising 75 basis points, which they've done four straight times, and the first time they've done that since 1994, they might raise 50 basis points. That is still a monster increase and a hit to the economy. And when you look at the slowdown in housing, the increase in mortgage rates, it will have an effect eventually if they keep this up. And I think that's where the market had such a pivot back in October when the Fed came out and said, hey, we're, we're not in a short-term realm here, that we're going to be in this fight for a while. Well, the last thing they want to do is what happened in the 70s, Brad. You've, you're a little older than I am. Just a bit. Just a Barely. teeny bit. What, like a year, a year hey, two years? Hey, easy. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, dog years. Maybe, Thank maybe you, dog Chris. years. Um, that's right. Dog years. There dog you go. years. The, the issue that was happening in the 70s where the Fed was raising rates and then decided to cut. And we just went into this period of stack. One of our favorite economists, we had a meeting this morning with one of our favorite groups, an economist. And uh, he mentioned and his projection is that we, we could see a sideways moving market for another year. And or a lot years, of volatility. And heavy where we have up and down. The up big and dips down, down 10, down. 15% from here, which would be yeah. we're down about 15%, the S&P 500. You know, another 10% is 25% down from the high. And then bounce it back and bound down. That is always an uneasy feeling, um, especially if you're starting to retire and you're taking money out and the market's down 25%. Right. Folks, it's why you need a retirement readiness review. 844-657-1072. 844-657-1072. You need a clear look of what you have, the hidden risk sitting inside your portfolio, and how it can affect you long-term and things you can do about it right now to make sure you're in a position to survive 
uh, hopefully a soft recession that really looks like it's coming down the pike. Bradley, Chrissy, when we get back, I want to break down the bull markets, the bear markets, share a little history on that, and then just talk a little technical stuff. We don't like to get in the weeds much, but I want to get in the weeds a little bit. And folks, stay tuned. More ways to help you be and stay retirement ready. More wise money in just a few moments. Folks, welcome back to Wise Money. Joe Wilson here, my amazing business partner, the retirement CPA, the producer, Joe, Miss Chrissy. Hello, hello. Folks, all the way back from his epic vacation in Hawaii, Hawaii 5 Spike Spangle. Good to have you back, buddy. Hello, everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm joining late. The flight was late. I, I left my lay on the plane. I couldn't leave it there. I went back. So <laughs> I'm glad to they, meet you. Did they anything fake, at fake all happen while at I was gone? It's been yeah, a little was... volatile. Yeah, we've seen the market definitely uh, dance you around. Were, a, lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. Joe and Brad sending me articles, even even while I had my toes in the sand and just so much going on. Let's what? go to the markets. I think you want to do I want to make sure you were reading. We talked <laughs> in the first segment, and I think I want to come back and kind of set it up. We were talking about just kind of the concerns from a lot of folks as companies start to focus on next year and revise earnings. I think it's important to have some perspective because this is what we're talking about. Folks that have old 401ks. We, we mentioned this in the first segment. and, and We and see it all the time. Old IRAs. They all just the haven't time. looked at it and haven't analyzed it. And the challenge is bear markets don't have to just come. And Brad says this all the time. They don't have to be short. They can stick around a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I think a lot of people think this one might be short-lived, because they're calling it a not very deep recession right now. They but don't that know. Well, they don't know. They're long. hoping that they're going to make it at a soft landing. And that what they mean by that is that they're raising rates to the point where it's soft. But as we've talked Remember about- transitory? Tra- yeah, they, they've been wrong more than they've been <laughs> right grief. here. There is no inflation. We'll only raise rates 1.5%, you know, and here we are, 75 basis points, one after the other. They have been a completely- uh, off the mark here. So uh, two sides of that. Number one, they have made a very strong stance to say they're going to keep doing this until the job is done. In fact, what I do not like, the Fed is probably talking more now than they ever have in between meetings. You're seeing Fed chairs from all across the United States comment on, oh, we got to go to six and we got to go yeah, to this. I think and that's counterproductive. It is counterproductive. They need to just hush. As my, my mama would say from South Texas, hush your <laughs> mouth, just hush. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's some stats, and this is what I think is important because it doesn't have to be a quick, a quick in and out. And we were, we we mentioned we all morning we were talking with one of our favorite economists, in uh, getting an update on what they're seeing and they're feeling that we have a year to two years of just really could be sideways markets, and it's well, what we've seen. And the thing was, the interesting thing about that was. He has been very, very positive for oh, a long time. He has been bullish since very August positive. of 2009 and, and, and nailed it. And he's very data dependent. He looks at all the numbers and and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, next year could be, I mean, a, a lot of volatility and, and basically the market going sideways. Well, part of the reason nowhere. why we're, we're talking no. about that is we, we printed a lot of and money. And that's a big difference. And we flooded the markets with yeah. a lot of money. And a lot of gains in these corporations were pulled forward because we had helicopter money. Here's here's what statistically I think it's important for our listeners to understand. Folks, by the way, if you're driving out there, 844-657-1010. Mm-hmm. 
Give us that that review. 27 bear markets since 1929. All right, 27 bear markets. Really? There has been, yeah, 27. Wow. And then there has been uh, the average bear market length has been 9.6 months. Okay, now Mm -hmm. that's that's the average. So we're long in the tooth, if you will, for the average. We're on the other side of average right now. But the average decline is negative 36 percent. And so as we sit, you know, in the mid teens right now, we were down about 25 percent at one point on the S&P 500 this year. You know, we have not hit the average down. The average bull market for perspective usually lasts around 2.7 years. Now, we just had one of the longest bull markets we've had in decades. Part of that is because the Federal Reserve has been zero percent interest rates and there's been helicopter money whenever we were in trouble and all of a sudden money was printed it wasn't real economic that's why we have 31 trillion dollars in debt the the gains on those average bull markets folks is 114 percent wouldn't that be nice if we had that i think it's important to understand there are bulls and there are bear markets are markets where things contract and where things expand but here's what i think folks need to understand the last, probably for folks that are really relative listening to this on, on the television show, the 2000 to 2002, you all hear us talk about that, that bear market for a while. Negative 47% in the dot-com bubble. Negative 47%. That was three years of, of sideways movement. That wrecked havoc in so many 401ks and IRAs and retirement accounts. And, and when folks would come in even seven, eight years later, I would ask, well, how, how did how did you react to this? And many times, as we were talking about Brad, they just said, "Man, I, I just didn't look at it. Yeah, I just put my head in the sand." Oh, like an ig- like ignorance is bliss type yeah. mentality. Yeah, hey, if I don't oh. look at it, it's not going to affect me. Oh, that, that's mortgage c- catch up to you though at some well, point. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Because what happens is, if you don't change that, you go into a, a moment of growth. <laughs> But then you had the housing crisis in, in the Great Recession, 2008. The, the S&P was down 54%. And then you have this amazing run in the bull market where you had the COVID um, disaster of the markets. Mm-hmm. That was a short two-month, you know, short recession. That's really where I think a lot of folks are feeling is this a, a quick hit. And remember, it doesn't have to be. I hope it is. Well, people have short memories. They do. Right? And, and you know, the early 2000s was a long, that was three years the the uh, two thousand seven and eight that was a bad one, but people forget that they forget how deep that was and they forget what was going on, and then you know we get twenty twenty and it's a snap. It was what was that two months maybe that market dropped and then it came back thirty five percent. Yeah, Brad, folks, you're, you're that totally is not yeah. going to happen. That's not happening you, here. Yeah, you're totally right. And and if I was just doing my rough math there, Joe said uh, they have we've had 27 of them since 1929. That means that there is a bear market about every 3.75 years. But because of the bull market run that happened for 14 years, I think people kind of forget that this is relatively normal, that you've got to prepare for it. So how do does the Cincinnati retiree come back to normal with income right now? If this is going to last another eight to 10 months, 
one of the solutions right now? How, well, how I think do we it depends on where you money? are. I, I think there's two things, and we talk about this when folks come in and for and folks we're right located right here in kind of the North Blue Ash uh, Mason area in Deerfield Township. When you come in and we start talking and have communications, the number one thing you need to understand is one: if you're getting ready to, to start retirement, do you have an income gap? You know, if you look at what you have scheduled to come in, maybe Social Security or or add in maybe a pension if you get one. What does that look like when you're comparing your cost to live, to to have your necessities met? I was having this conversation last night, got in late. We had a late appointment, was talking with my wife who was on phone with uh, my mother-in-law and my grandmother-in-law, if you will, Grandma Nana, is definitely mm-hmm. getting older and has just, uh, she's a widower. It's been a tough road for her. And I was trying to help them just with some basic budgeting ideas and some, just some, some, where to put some stuff and help them out a little bit over the phone. And I asked, how much is she spending a month in medicine? And this is with her Medicare that she has. Yeah. $400 a month yeah. in medicine. That is a crippling number. And it's part of the income gap that you have to make sure that as you get older, you know, cost will go up. So number one, Spike, you got to have an income plan and see if you okay. have an income gap. The other thing that matters to that is, do you have an asset gap? What I mean by that is, do you have enough assets in the right places that can sustain these bear markets that are a natural part of the cycle? And they'll happen again. It will happen again. If you, you know, retirement's a long time, 25, 30 years, yeah. you will have a time in, in when you're retired and the market's down. You have to make sure you, you don't have an asset gap that, that puts you in a situation where you are unable to to have your necessities met. It has to start there. And it's why I think right now for so many folks, everyone wants to talk about stocks and bonds. And obviously that's, we understand that. That's what the, the, the market right. is. That's but so many news. people are forgetting, you know, the, the three investment worlds. And, and Brad, you say it so well. Well, I think it's a different way of looking at it, right? The, the big box firms always talk about stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds, this stock, that stock, this bond, that bond. And, and really... You know, there are there are different ways to look at the investment world, one being the the safe money, bank money, bank money, bank CDs, yeah. money very that's familiar got, that's with got defense that heavy here in Cincinnati. Oriented. There's the risk world, right, which is stocks and bonds and ETFs, and they go up and down, and that's what's been getting clobbered this year. And and there's a third world, which is a hybrid, which is it's a combination of of the stability and the the insulation from the market ups and downs, but yet the return is based on on what a market index does. And that's because we use sophisticated and, option strategies and alternative yes. asset classes. Is that yes. the wise money option? Well, there I think it's go. definitely a part of it. I like that. Well and, said, Chrissy. And Thank when you. we explain that, when we explain that to people and show them the the third world where where or the third investment world how that works and and how it fits in a portfolio it, we get the question a lot how come i've never heard of that before well and i think it's because it's not cookie cutter and that's right. what makes us different we're a comprehensive wealth management firm you know we tell the story constantly folks you can you can understand this yourself when in the great recession Southwest back uh, when things were rosy, put a hedge on oil. They realized the risk to their business was oil going through the roof. And they decided to take some some hedging, utilizing option strategies to help cushion the downside 
that could hit their, their, their books. And because of that, they came out of that recession uh, unscathed, more or less, where the Delta Airlines were flying today has been reorganized and the American Airlines have been reorganized and they were in turmoil because they had not hedged. You do not want to walk into retirement without having your necessities hedged in position so you can stay retirement. And that's why we talk about it all the time, folks. Be and stay retirement ready. 844-657-1072. When they answer that phone, say, I want a retirement readiness review. It really what it is, folks, it's you coming into having a conversation with our amazing team, helping us understand where you are now, where you want to be, and then we can maybe show you some tracks that might potentially help you get there. But to do that, you need to dial 844 657 1072. Go to our website, owprivatecapital.com. On there, you get links to all of these radio shows. You can download them off of Spotify or Apple iTunes podcast, and you can subscribe and like and get caught up on our past issues. We have our YouTube channel. We talk about all kinds of different things and topics to get you smarter and wiser about your retirement and definitely have some links on there to our television show, Wise Money, currently airing ABC Channel 9 on Sunday mornings at 11 30. Folks, stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to dive more into ways you can be and stay retirement ready. We'll be right back with more Wise Money. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. Also in the booth, Chrissy, I'm your host, Spike. And you know what, fellas? I was thinking about putting all of my 401k into FTX. And then uh, when I got back oh, from vacation, God. I read some bad news about it. <laughs> yeah. Joe, what was going well, on with FTX? Oh, my God. Thank God you, uh, you put it on pause. <laughs> well, <laughs> how do we get through this quickly? And, 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 and I think it's interesting. FTX is really was is it's it's past tense it's gone bankrupt uh, it's, it was three years ago where they kind of got started it was really just an exchange kind of like the New York Stock Exchange a place to buy and sell cryptocurrency well here's the challenge there's been zero regulation it is the wild wild west and really what we don't know looks like the feds are getting ready to go after all this stuff but what seems like happened people were depositing and buying. Uh, crypto shares, they were using some of that money, potentially illegally funneling yeah. it to another company, spending money like crazy. Brad is a major partial, baseball guy. Partial Ponzi. The, the World Series had the FTX logo on the umpires. Yeah, every umpire. Yeah, I, was, oh, I, right. I wondered that's for right. a long time. I, I, I would see it on the home plate umpire. Like, who is that? I mean, they came out of FTX, nowhere. FTX, I'm like, what the heck? Who is that? Well, then it was at the Staples Center out in LA yep. and the Miami Heat and all these Basketball yep. arenas responsible, and then they had mega stars that were, you know, they had the, they had the big commercial in the Super Bowl with Larry David, where people were trying to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, here's the wheel, and he goes, nah, don't understand it. Here's a Those, fork. No, I don't need a fork. I got my fingers. <laughs> Those people have been named in a lawsuit. They have been named in a lawsuit. Tom Brady, Gazelle, yep. Gazelle, uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, a lot of folks. This guy hoodwinked a ton of people. In reality, is it was just a, a glorified Ponzi scheme, and there was a big trader out in. Uh, somewhere in Asia that did similar, their competition, and he had bought yep. a token that that they were putting out called FTT, and he realized this is probably a scam, and he sold a monster amount. And he tweeted about and it. And he tweeted it. And then Genius. everybody so. in the world, Spike, while you were out yeah. uh, on the beautiful <laughs> blue seas of Hawaii, mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. dumping their shares, and it they were out of money. 
and bankrupt, and it's a nightmare. A classic run on the bank. It was a run. It was the old, it's a wonderful life. Yep. And they were yep. they were making the run, but they did not have $2 bills that George Bailey said, put them in the safe and hope they multiply. It, and as you been, call it, the wild, wild west. It are, was, man. Is, is crypto even considered uh, an actual legitimate trading uh, security yet? Has it been defined as a security, even though there's ETFs? Well, I'm not sure it's no, a security well, th- yet. It, yeah, well, that's the whole thing. You've got Congress going back and forth on that. This is going to cause mega regulation for sure uh, on top of this, because um, you know, Washington is, um, is, is aware of this, and, and that was the beauty of crypto. It was unregulated, and I don't know. I think they say that's the beauty. This is the downside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it is a wild world, and you've seen a major hit. Hey, Chrissy, we've got a soundbite. I love this. This goes back to 2018. All right, four years ago, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are at their uh, Berkshire Hathaway convention taking Q&A, and I just think this is hysterical, and we've got to play it because these two old birds – kind of sniff this Boy, stuff out early and uh, play this clip for us. You also have the problem that it draws in a lot of charlatans and that sort of thing who are trying to create various <laughs> sorts of exchanges or whatever it may be. It, you know, it, it's something where, where people who are of less than stellar character see an opportunity to uh, clip people who are trying to get rich because their neighbor's getting rich buying this stuff that neither one of them understands. It will come to a bad ending. Charlie? Well, I like cryptocurrencies a lot less than you do. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Charlie Munger, savage. To me, it's just dementia. And I think the people who are (laughs) professional traders that go into trading cryptocurrencies, it's... It's just disgusting. It's like somebody else is trading turds and you decide I can't be left out. <laughs> That's good, man. That's one way I to mean, put it. Those guys <laughs> are unbelievable. And and I, I they nailed this. And that's why it's so important, um, I, I think, for everyone to have a clear understanding of, of where your money is and who's holding your money, even your 401k money. Uh, who's the custodian? I, one of the things, Brad, and I made the decision. Brad, are you and I like the... I, we're not the modern day. Maybe we, maybe we are in our, our own minds. You know, we're, we sit around and talk like, like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger every day. But, kind of, yeah. Um, are you the grump, grumpy one or am I the grumpy one? That's I think question. it depends on what day <laughs> it, it does is. depend on the day. <laughs> but it's why we made the decision that all of our folks' money that work with us, we, we hold it at uh, Fidelity on the institutional side or TD Ameritrade on the institutional side. You know, it's kind of nice that you've got on the TD institutional side uh, – Folks, the, your money, that institution is based out of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, FTX was out of Bahamas. I mean, it's yeah. kind of nice to have money being, well, sure. being held in just good old conservative uh, middle America. And it's so important to understand who's the custodian because that's the one that's holding the actual money and um, is, is the one that's responsible um, to, to protect those dollars. It's what it's what they do. And so. It, it, it's just a tragedy. There's folks that have lost millions. I saw ten. Oh, yeah, there's there's real pain to it. Brutal, oh, pain, absolutely brutal pain to this. I read an article. I don't know how true it was. I, I haven't gotten this verified, but there was some ploy when things were starting to melt down. Right at the beginning, they were encouraging FTX employees to contribute like two hundred fifty thousand dollars of their four hundred one k, and if they did, they would match it with two hundred fifty thousand dollars of this 
cryptocurrency oh, that I, I haven't verified that. I was reading an article on it. I, I wish I could have verified the but source. That's but t- that's not atypical when it comes to th- these trends that people are seeing just because, you know, it's all over social media or a celebrity is endorsing it doesn't right. mean that yeah. it's the right way to go. Does yeah, not. That's right. You got to understand where your money is and, and, and what is going on with it. And it's just a tragedy because there's some folks that have lost a, a lot of money and um, that's tough. I mean, anytime yeah. you see the Ponzi schemes like this, it's just brutal. Yeah. There's two reactions to investing though. And this of course speaks to the, the greed half of it. There, there's two ways that people usually make financial decisions, fear or greed. Yeah, good point. And, and this is one of them right now. And that yeah. even for, a ret- I'm worried about a retiree, uh, somebody getting close to what you always say, the retirement red zone, but to try to make up the losses of what they've yeah. taken this year, be careful of the kind of advice you're looking for. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Could be. Yeah. Don't be taking too much risk right now. Um, but... What about recovery plans, guys? What about other ways that we can find to try to get that 20 to 25% back in our retirement accounts? Obviously, well, I think you, most of our listeners aren't going to look at crypto. Yeah, I would hope not. Although, you know, <laughs> crypto, several exchanges were putting crypto as part of the 401k. And I'm not saying that's not a valuable down the road thing. I, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't invest in it. We don't invest in no. it. Uh, it's too complicated for me at this point, And it's too unregulated. Um, I want to take that kind of risk and do that in the stock market uh, with small companies. The challenge we have right now and, and what I think folks really might not be prepared for is, is a market kind of like we had in the seventies where we have two or three years of just going nowhere and, and having these run-ups and these pullbacks. I, I think what would be wise to look at is if you look, let's just say, I'm going to be aggressive here, Brad. I know we talked about this this morning. Let's say the market grows earnings. are going to grow 5% from here in 2023. Okay. That's a little aggressive, but let's just say 5% earnings growth in 2023. If you're buying the S&P around 40 SPX around 4200, that's a 18 times price to earning ratio. We're getting geeky right. here, but 18 PE. That's about a five and a half percent earnings yield. Right. Okay. Here's the challenge spike, Chrissy. There's risk-free rates out there right now yielding four, four and a half percent. Right. So you have to have a clear understanding of the hidden risk that's in your portfolio and in this market that I hope we're shallowing out and it is a soft landing and maybe the Fed pivots. They said they're not going to. Well, I hope this so. thing can move. Um, but if the Fed stays strong and raises rates well past five and change and holds them there. I'm not sure that kind of carnage has been priced into the stock market and the damage that it's going to do to the bond funds, which we have been screaming since January. Absolutely. You cannot be in bond ETFs and bond or funds. Or target date funds. Or talk. Golly, we had someone oh. in the other day, guys, listen. Don't get some, me started. Someone was in literally this week. They just moved their account over. Mm-hmm. They came in. We had our analysis. They were in a 2025 and a 2030 target date fund. Even after this market little bounce, they were down 22% in the 2025 retirement fund. These folks are getting, we call it the risk box. They're age 60 to 72. They're getting ready to walk into retirement. And that, all of their money was in this target date fund full of long-term bonds. The average credit rating, which is what I can do over, guys, in that bond fund was triple B. Triple B, and they're walking into retirement. It Not was great. That's like that's a ter- that's terrible that some that that was the advice that was 
was given to them. Well, and that's why it's it, so important well, to work with it, people you trust. It is. It is. And the problem is, is we see it all the time. Every week. We see it all the time. Multiple times oh. and, off the television and radio show. And and it's really it's really a sad commentary on our business, not not our own business, but just the general our industry. The industry. The industry. The industry, yeah. yes. the industry. On the industry, it's it they're not doing them any favors. When you know? you're walking into those risk Crazy. box years, you have to make sure you have safe money. You have a little risk money and you need growth money. Too many folks have been hitting the easy button with these 60-40 balance funds or these target date funds and just hoping that the good years continued. And they have. And as the Fed continues to raise rates, they will continue to have a challenge. And folks, it's why it's so important. It's so important in this market, in these times, in these environments, with the Fed fighting inflation, with absolute turmoil we're seeing in unemployment starting to rise throughout companies credit card debt at an all-time high you need a clear understanding of the hidden risk sitting inside your portfolio that's why we want to offer to you complimentary no obligation the retirement readiness review part of that is a clear understanding of how much risk is in your portfolio how much bond risk is in your portfolio and what are you paying for that risk and in addition to that, you need a clear understanding of an income plan. You cannot walk into retirement without having an, a knowledge of your income gap. This is the time to act. That's probably the most critical component. Without a doubt, because as long as you have breath in your bra- body, Bradley, yeah. when you decide to hang it up, you have to make sure your necessities are covered. Folks, 844-657-1072 for Chrissy, for Spike. For Bradley, the retirement CPA, and Joe Wilson. Thanks so much for listening to another edition of Wise Money. Tune in next week. Can't wait to talk to you again. Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC.